Greetings, listeners. Please note, the views and opinions stated on this podcast are that of the hosts. We are not authorities on the topics discussed here and do not claim to be. We're here to share our knowledge, our experiences, and have some laughs at the expense of everyone, including ourselves. Please keep an open mind, an open heart, and an open sense of humor. Enjoy listening. Hello everyone, this is Evie Black. Hello, I am Light with a K. And this is the Magic Meltdown Podcast. Woohoo! Woohoo! And we're back for another fun-filled, rant-filled episode. We're <laughs> back, baby! So. So! Today's gonna be, like, a little bit of a special episode. I mean, I don't necessarily, I don't, I don't know how to address it. I feel um, like we just have, a, like, in the 80s, a very special episode. <laughs> Stay tuned for this very special episode. <laughs> um, this was actually at the request of a listener, which is exciting! Yay, super Yay. exciting. I'm excited that people want to engage with us. I'm yes. kind of not, though, because people scare me. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, please love us. <laughs> All eight of you listening. We right. love you so. <laughs> please love me. It just turns out it's, like, one person with eight different accounts. Sometimes I wonder, too, if it's me, because I listen, like, <laughs> I listen through before I, obviously, before I release the, the episode, and I don't, I sometimes think that when I listen, it shows up as a listener. I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> They're I like, you think you're yet. editing? No, you're just fucking you're just, stacking up your fucking yep. listener account. <laughs> so, a listener, who I will address as CD, <clears throat> um... She reached out to us and she wanted to know if we could do a bit of a discussion regarding, uh, like smudging. Awesome. Yeah. So that, that, that seemed like a, uh, a good, a good place to go. So as I have previously mentioned in, uh, previously mentioned in previous episodes, previously, <laughs> previously, I, I am, I am part Native American. My father is Native American. Um, my mom is just some random white lady. <laughs> like, I'm always so fucking mad. I say it every time. I'm like, father, please. Why did you have to fucking bang like a random white woman? I could have fucking luscious flowing cocoa wom locks. But no. I have my mom's like weird, like slightly wavy hair. I have slightly wavy hair too. So I feel your pain. And, and the longer it gets, does your hair do this? The longer my hair gets, the curlier it gets. It doesn't really curl. It just has, like, the slightest wave to it. Oh, nice. Mine is, like, curly. And, and it gets really curly as it gets longer. It's kind of crazy. It grows in curly. It grows in in ringlets. Yeah. It's not cute, though, because if I don't do anything with it, like, it, if I let it just air dry, I look like I was electrocuted slightly. And it just, yeah, it doesn't... I, I'm so envious of those ladies that can just, you know their curls cooperate and mine becomes like it looks like slightly windswept like maybe i had like like it like some like fanned 80s hair that started out good but i didn't use aquanet so it didn't stay so by the end of the night it's just like it's just like flat waves (laughs) it's flat feathers yeah i just it's i mean i'm glad i guess that my hair is not pin straight because i feel like I would want it to be curly. And See, I'm I'm very jealous of my father because his hair is like pin straight. Well, it's like it's slightly it's slightly wavy because he always wears it braided. Right. So But when he comes like, you know, when he when he like showers and he's like fresh out the shower and his hair dries before like he, he like if yeah, he wore before, his hair before, down before, yeah, and just before let it, it gets dry, braided, it would be straight. It is straight, yeah. And I just like I remember as a kid like brushing my dad's hair and just being like, yeah, I wish my hair was like this." <laughs> I know, right. <laughs> Bastard. Um, I just wish I had naturally black colored hair because that is like, like black hair is the one hair color that if it's not natural, it, it if you dye your hair that color, it does not look natural. Like I'm no. envious of people that have like naturally black hair because it's like, a, it's a color that no dye is ever going to achieve, especially because most people black hair have like a, an undertone color to it, you know, brown yeah. or red or whatever. It's, uh, yeah, like that's total hair envy for me. <laughs> <laughs> total hair envy. Got that hair envy. Yes. Also, like, I don't, 
I, I, you know, I can't speak for all, for all Native American people, but, like, between, like, my father and just, like, other relatives and, like, people that I knew, like, you know, like, growing up on the reservation, it's, like, they're so funny because they either are just, like, I'm 20 and I have, like, a full head of white, stark fucking, like, gray, Mm -hmm. white hair, or they're, like, I'm 78 and I have only three gray hairs and my hair's still fully black. Like there's no in between. There's, there's no <laughs> in between. Yeah. I remember um, like one of our neighbors across the street, he didn't look super old. He looked around my parents' age. And I remember as a kid, this man has white hair, like straight up white hair. And I remember as a kid, like asking my mom, like, mom, how old is he? And she's like, he's mine and your dad's age. He's like 30 something. I was like, why is his hair like that? She goes, his hair's been like that since he was oh, like 20. Like, and I'm just like, Steve Martin action. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, because I, you know, like, I feel like, you know, looking at my father, considering his age, he still has quite a decent amount of, like, black hair left. Nice. I mean, he's obviously graying, but, like, I just feel like, considering considering the rate at which he's graying, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's, it's holding up pretty good. <laughs> I, unlike me, I'm just like, ah, give me that stark white hair right now. I've wanted it since, like, third grade. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> but anyway, back back to the topic at hand. <laughs> um, so we're we're going to we're going to get into some topics today that might be a little a little sensitive for some folk. Yes. Um, again, please be aware, like we I mean, you know. I, I, I guess I can't I can't speak for you. I can't speak for Evie over there. I mean, I, I can speak for her character. She doesn't seem like the type. <laughs> but me personally, like, I'm not a racist. I fucking hate racism. Like, Same. I I went, you know, I know I kind of told the story in the first episode about how coming out as a witch in, like, middle school, like, kids were, like, cool with that. Kids might have been cool with that. Kids were not cool with people who weren't white. Like, I grew right. up... At, like, I went to, like, a fucking redneck school in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. There was, like, less than 500 kids in the entire school district. Super small, super tight-knit. Most of the kids in my school were white. Mm -hmm. And there was, like, out of the, like, 500 kids in the school district, probably, like, 50 of us were not white. Or at least not fully white. And, um, my, you know, I, I have a, like, I have a Native American name that I... I went by as a child, like as a child and that I used for, you know, a good chunk of my life. I have a Native American name that I used and I can just remember like kids in school being so fucking mean to me about it and saying how my name was weird. And even like some of the adults, like in fifth grade, I remember it was in my class. There was me and there was this one black girl in the class and she, she had a, a unique black you know black girl name and the teacher in our class would sit us next to each other mm-hmm. and he would call out one of our names and like point at the wrong person and then one time we kind of addressed him on it like you know this is my name that's her name he literally looked at us and said well if if you had regular names this wouldn't be a problem i'm not going to remember which one of you is which so if i call oh one of your goodness. names i expect one of you to answer like, even That's the adults crazy. in my school district were assholes. When I was in fourth grade, a fucking, one of the teachers didn't come back right away from, like, after Christmas vacation. Mm-hmm. And then, like, basically we were told that she was taking a sabbatical, but the parents were all sent a letter by the school district because she had, she basically was being, like, had to do, like, counseling to get her job back because... Oh. She um Was literally she, <laughs> she segregated. She had two native kids and one black kid in her class and she literally put their three desks in the back of the classroom and told them not to speak to her or interact oh with the, the white kids in the class. That's crazy. So yeah, that's I I kind of grew up in that shit <laughs> like right, a, a little right. bit like and the thing is is like not being fully Caucasian, but also not being fully Native American. Like, I was also not fully, fully embraced by, embraced the Native, by Native American right, people right. around me. So it's like, yeah, it, trust me, like, I, I'm, I'm very, I don't, I don't like that stuff. I don't, yeah, I get, and I, sure. I, I'm, I'm always way more easily enraged on the behalf of others than mm-hmm. I am on behalf of myself. You know, like, I just, it's, it's not, it's not cool. It's not something that I like. It's not something that I enjoy. I fucking hate it. There's no, 
You can hate a person for being a fucking asshole and being a terrible human being. Hating a person because they have a different skin color or a different, ethnicity you know, ethnicity, whatever. Yes. whatever it may be, religion, fucking gender, sexual orientation. I don't give a shit. If you hate a person for things they can't change about yourself, right. you're just a fucking asshole it, it's and a, you're a scumbag. It's a complete lottery when you're born of what, like, your ethnicity is and your race. I mean, it's not, you have no say in control over that. It is what it is. It's, exactly. You like, know, and... I don't know. I, I, I personally think that being a different ethnicity and race is interesting. I mean, I, I think it's cool. So yeah, I don't understand. We're, how we're other meant people to be diverse. The planet's yeah. meant to be a diverse place. And Absolutely. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's just my thing. Like, and then I, I mean, I, I yeah, I think, I think it's, I think it's cool. And I think it's cool that you're mixed. I think that that is very, oh, thank you. In, I think it's interesting. I mean, I feel like it, some of the most beautiful people are I mean, of yeah, mixed like race, my, let's be honest. Like my, like. my mother is literally, she's like half Scottish, and then I think her father was like half German and like half French Canadian. Mm -hmm. So like my mom's mother is Scottish, and like she... Like off the boat from Scotland. Yes, she was born in Scotland. She came over here, I think when she was like in Has her early 20s. <laughs> She's a fucking... She is a hellion, like you would not believe... Like, I just remember at my sister's wedding, this bitch was walking around with, like, a whole pitcher of beer and just drinking straight out of the pitcher. Oh my gosh. Like, she's, she's a fucking, she's a wild one, let me tell you. <laughs> she's like a wild one. Um, but yeah, so today we're gonna, we're gonna discuss a little bit about smudging. Um, so, again, not experts, not fucking scholars, not anything of that nature. I just begrudgingly, you know sat down and researched stuff just to add on to what I already knew from my practice, but I want to do, I wanted to be, I wanted to be nice and do a tiny bit of research for this. Sure. Fuck resources. I think I just like Googled some shit and like read like the first like 10 websites that I found <laughs> and just pieced things together. So the act of using smoke, like herbal smoke in ritual and religious ceremony and practice has been going on since time incarnate since literally people were like you know cavemen be like me make fire whatever however the hell that happened back in the day since we've been able to burn shit we've been burning shit and it spans multiple cultures it is not just exclusively um like native and indigenous people of the americas um you know there's different wordings and different names based on different cultures. Like the Celtics had their own thing, you know, um, Asian cultures and religious practices had their own thing. Hindu, Middle Eastern, like a lot of different cultures use smoke from incense or burning herbs or resins or what mm -hmm. have you in ceremony, in ritual, in religious practice. However, <laughs> today we're going to be kind of covering more the Western, like the modern Western interpretation mm -hmm. of that. So yes. I feel like with the more kind of prominent New Age and um, like spirituality has become, most people, if you say, oh, smudging or saging, they kind of know what it is. Right, right. Like a lot of people have an idea idea of what it is or they're aware of it even if they don't practice it or believe in it they kind of know what it is so most modern smudging that people in the west are aware of it traditionally comes from ceremonies practiced by native americans first nations just indigenous people to the americas so even then you know obviously murica it's a big space Canada, it's a big space. Canada. Canada. <laughs> Canada. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a it's a it's a big space. We got a we got a we, you know, it's a it's a good chunk of space we got over in this region of the planet. Um, you know, I even going down into like Central and South America, big space, lots of different like tribal people, lots of different groups. Not every group, not every tribe, not every walk of people practiced smudging and saging. And honestly, there's like 
hundreds that did. So I can't sit here and list off every single one for you. Right, right. If you want to do that, you can go fucking scholar your way up and do that. <laughs> I, I, I ain't got time for that shit. So we're going to keep it a little vague, a little general. <clears throat> A lot of um, a lot of practitioners, like from from what I read, a lot of more kind of like central, like I guess like Midwest and Southwest Native American groups, particular like participated in like smudging and saging because that's kind of the area in which these plants grew. Yeah, and that's you know that's a big part of it. I to interject. I can't raise your hand. No. <laughs> I'm like literally saying we're raising my hands. No, I was so not to reference reality TV, and I and, and if you all will figure oh. out, I'm a big 90 Day fan, and there was another um, a spinoff where it was like Love Off the Grid is what it was called. It was oh, from no. the makers of 90 Day Fiance, and one of the ladies who lived off the grid was a lovely Native American lady who lived. I want to say in New Mexico, she lived in the Mojave Desert. So she lives either, I, I, I think I think it was New Mexico. And she had a massive sage, like a tree, like like a sacred sage tree in her yard. And that's when she would pick it and she would, you know, smudge mm-hmm. with that. I love that. I, yeah. She was, <laughs> I love that for her. <laughs> she, I loved it for her, too. And she was like, like, she was hardcore. Like, she, like, lived off the grid. She, the whole concept was these people would bring like love interests and she brought this younger guy to come live with her and he was a dick like he really like she made him look like a pussy because he was like not <laughs> able to she was out there guard like the garden was very she's out, rocky. There ta- she's out there taking whole chomps out of like fucking the sides of cacti pretty much <laughs> i mean because she's so used to living out there on her own anyway so she's super self-reliant and this this guy was like a princess so i mean <laughs> But yes, anyway, I digress. <laughs> you're good, you're good. So, a lot of the issue currently, you know, you'll hear people talk about this. A lot of the issue with smudging, especially in like America, is that it is damaging to the cultures that it originated from. So, particularly White Sage, mm-hmm. Palo Santo, mm-hmm. And even like sweetgrass, these are plants that are sacred to specific people. And people listening out there, like, you need to realize and understand this. Where it's not just like, oh yeah, well I'm a Wiccan, so it's sacred to me too. No, 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 no. We're talking about like the OG people. The like people, actual cultures of people. Cultures of people who this for centuries has been a part of their practice a part of their spiritual and their faith and their healing. This is sacred to them. And the commercialization of, you know, smudging is literally destroying and damaging ecosystems. They're over harvesting these plants and they're making it so that these plants are no longer available or easily accessible to the people that they are the most sacred to. Right, right. Even me, like, being a Native American person, where I'm located geographically, white sage is not what my people use. Right. We use sweetgrass and we use cedar. Mm-hmm. Like, those are those are our sacred herbs. Like, those are... I can remember, you know, as a kid, like, in the springtime or even, like, in the late fall, driving through the res, and it would... Like, if nobody... If you've never smelled sweetgrass burning, it kind of smells like sugar cookies being baked. Mm-hmm. And I can remember, dri- you know, driving through the res as a kid and being like, it smells like cookies. And like my parents being like, yeah, it's, you know, it's like springtime. It's it's fall time. They're burning the sweet grass. Like, you know, that's the like that and cedar. Like those are those are our herbs in like my 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 neck of the woods. But people people in these areas where th- plants such as, you know, white sage the Palo Santo. And again, sweetgrass is a little bit on there, but not mm-hmm. super on there. It's not, it hasn't been super popularized enough. Right. But it's, we need to, we need to be more, people need to be more aware and they need to be more conscientious of how this is affecting like marginalized people. Right. Because like I said, you can, 
you know, you can literally go to like the fucking grocery store and buy buy a sage buy a stick. stick. Yeah. I, you know, we in our in our area we have like it's not like an it's not a national chain, but it's like a local chain, but it's it's kind of it's kind of considered like bougie. It's like the higher it's like it's I don't it's like it's like the middle class man's Whole Foods basically. Mm-hmm. I can literally go to this fucking grocery store and they sell sage sticks. Right. Like I've 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 been like to fucking like the local bookstore like Barnes and Noble at one oh, point yeah. had like fucking smudge sticks and smudge kits. Like places like Hot Topic, Hot and, Topic, like, Spencer's, Spencer's, like, uh sometimes TJ Maxx, like Marshalls, all, all those places. And the thing is all of this is being taken away from the people that these plants are sacred to. And it's the same thing with, like, the Palo Santo. It's fucking literally wiping out and killing, like, whole fucking sections because they're over-harvesting it to try and meet the supply and demand. You right. know, that's the thing. All these people are like, ooh, I saw on social media if I, you know, burn Palo Santo, it's gonna, like, bring love into my life and bring light into my life. Or, you know, if I, ooh, I, you know... Fucking, uh, I, you know, I, I saw on Facebook that somebody said I must be haunted because my, uh, my bathroom is painted black, so I gotta, I gotta smudge my bathroom, like. <laughs> Sorry. I, no, I literally, but that, that is, is, like, that is literally, an actual yeah, thing so that I saw once where, like, this person's bathroom was painted black and, like, everybody in the comment section was like, your bathroom's evil, painted a different color, it's haunted. Oh Burn sage in there. You know, and I, I think... Obviously, corporations see one thing. Fucking dollar signs. They don't give a shit that they're fucking tromping all over indigenous people's right, fucking right. sacred plants and fucking up their shit. They care that, you know, people who don't know any better are going to fucking buy this without question. They they only care about the people who are just like, white sage, I, I saw that on like an episode of Ghost Hunters. I can use that to cleanse my house. Or white sage, some, you know, fucking random white girl that I follow on Instagram uses that to, <laughs> to cleanse her fucking quartz crystal collection. I can use that in my home. Like, that, that, that needs to stop. Yes. <laughs> like, it's... It's damaging communities. It's damaging the environment. And people just really, really need to be aware of that. People really need to stop and think. There's a difference between if if you were to go and visit, like, say there's a local Native American reservation mm-hmm. near you. And you went and visited that or they had some type of cultural festival and there were people selling sage bundles yes. and you bought it from them. That's different. That's cool. You're literally supporting the actual the, the people. Tribe, yes. You're supporting and them. I have purchased sage and sweetgrass from at cultural events for Native Americans. So, like, I feel like that's different because they're growing it and, and I'm not, you know, they're giving me permission, if you will, to purchase it because mm-hmm. they're selling it to me and they're not... You know, mm-hmm. it's different than if I went and bought it at a store, like a box store, and yeah, who it's knows, just like, like the how how they yeah. acquired it, basically. And like for me, for me personally, like I'm just gonna come out and say this, like you know, whatever. To me, you know, I know a lot of people. They it comes up with the the hot topic of cultural appropriation. For me, being a mixed race person, as well as just the different experiences that I've had in my life. For me personally, the idea of cultural appropriation is kind of a gray area for me. Like, I'm speaking for myself. I can't speak for everybody else on the planet. Because, you know, to me, like, there are people who, like, take dream catchers, for instance. Mm-hmm. There are people who are like, a white person should not own a dream catcher. It is cultural appropriation. I make dream catchers. Like my my aunt taught me how to make dream catchers as a kid. If I were to make a dream catcher and give it to my white friend, and they were like, "No, sorry, I can't have that because I'm not native," I'd be fucking sad. I'd be like, "But I made this for you. What do you mean you can't?" Yeah, I mean, I used I used to work at a doctor's office. I used to work at a doctor's office. I guess the all and. The parking attendant was Native American, and he used to make dream catchers and sell them, and he made me one and asked if I would be interested in buying it, and I'm like, sure, and he made me a really cool one. I mean, so was I not supposed to take it? Like, at, he made it for me, you know what I mean? Like, well, and, and that's the thing, like, to me, 
yes, do I think you should go to like fucking, you know, five below and buy or, one? No. Or, you know, fucking any of those other little like trendy, right. trendy stores. Again, we're, we're looking at you, Spencers. No. <laughs> Maim, maiming every culture since forever. No. But, you know, there's a lot of places. You can go to fucking Walmart. You can go yeah, to, again, like TJ Maxx. Any, uh, there's so many commercial stores. Even, like, fucking craft stores. Like, mm-hmm. they sell you the shit to make dream catchers, and they sell already made dream catchers. It's like, to me, as, like, me personally, again, I'm speaking on behalf of myself, to me... It would mean more to me if if I saw a white person with a dream catcher and I said, oh, hey, where'd you get that? And if you said, like, oh, yeah, like, me and my family were visiting blah, blah, blah. And, and we right. we stopped by, like, this shop that was owned by a Native American family. And, you know, the fucking grandmother makes these and we bought it from her. Like, that would mean way more to me than if you were like, oh, yeah, you know, I just picked that up at the mall. Right. And it's kind of the same thing with, like, the whole, like the use of like the sage and the sweet grass and the palo santo like i have to say if you can avoid using it avoid using it like it is it has a deeper significant spiritual meaning to the people that it originated from than it does to you right right if there's one thing that i have learned from my life of growing up you know among among Native American folks is that that you know that it runs deep it runs very deep in us it runs very deep in us culturally it is something that you know for instance when the all this stuff started happening um you know in Canada with them discovering the bodies Mm -hmm. of residential schools I cried I cried so hard because to me, I'm like, I don't know any of these children and they are from a different part of the, you know, they're from a different tribe than I am. They're from a different people than I am, Mm -hmm. but they are still my family. Like that, that is how it felt. And my, I can't remember my grandmother, my grandmother, like my dad's mom, she and her siblings went to like a residential style Mm -hmm. school and I can remember her and, you know, her sisters telling me how they would get, like, slapped in class if they were speaking their language to each other. Or, like, you know, when they cut my uncle's hair off and he, like, was really upset about it. And, like, just listening to these stories, like, my my father's mother was basically raised to be white. Right. And in turn, she tried to do that to my father. Like, my father told me how, you know, when he was, like, in his younger teens his mother moved them off the reservation and the area they moved to, she pretty much told him and his siblings, don't tell anybody you're native. Don't tell anybody you're native. Don't tell them we came here from the res. If you look at my father, my father looks fucking Native American. You've met my father. No offense, but your dad looks like a Native American gentleman. He he can't, like, hide that. But, like, his mom would, like... He's Italian. (laughs) His mom would, like, dye her hair. Like, my grandmother would dye her hair to, like, try to, like, make it, like, lighter and seem like it was, like... And that's just, that's so sad and that's so upsetting to know and that's so hurtful to know. And if all these people out there who are just like, yeah, smudge the shit out of everything, smudge your house, smudge your crystals, smudge your this, like, if they knew how important these plants were to the people that they come from, to the people who these are a part of their medicine, these are a part of their healing, these are a part of their life rituals, their death rituals. These are just such a deep, integral part of their culture. Like, maybe try not to be fucking selfish assholes for two seconds. Right, right. Like, I'm sorry, but there are other plants... That you can use. That you can use, yes. And I will I will, I will, will get into that right now. So, any, any of you folks listening out there, if you want to... And I know there's debate on this... Some some people, the actual word smudging, like it pertains to specific Native American rituals. This is one of those things where people debate until they're blue in the yeah. face. So you'll get some people like I've who seen people say it's cultural appropriation to even use the word smudge. Yeah, who say you know they're hardcore about it. They're like, don't do it. And then there's other people who are like, well, we don't have another word for it. Um, you know, there are other forms of burning 
like magical or sacred herbs to to offset using sage and palo santo and sweet grass so i'll i'll go over you know how to uh i'll i'll, I'll do a little quick overture here on how to uh you know avoid avoid fucking that shit up so it's going to be a little extra work as opposed to just being able to buy a fucking smudge stick and burn it burn it as you will you're going to need some type of heat proof container that's safe for you to hold or carry you can use sand you can use some salt to fill in the bottom you're going to get yourself some charcoal briquettes which honestly you can fucking find them at most metaphysical stores they sell the little the little charcoal discs um you know you can get them online that's what you're going to use to be igniting your herbs so in place of using white sage or palo santo or you know if you want to delve even deeper into the research of different or like plants and herbs that are sacred to native american and indigenous and first nation people here are some alternatives that you can use I know this is going to sound really crazy, but bear with me for a moment. You can use regular sage. Garden dun, sage. Dun, dun. Yes. The sage that you buy like at a flower center, you know. The sage that you can go to your fucking local grocery store and, and get to season yes. your fucking stuffing. Exactly. You can use that. I'm literally growing some as we speak <laughs> in a pot outside my door. You can literally use that yeah. to cleanse a space. Isn't there two, aren't, aren't there like types of, um, Palo Santo that are not, isn't there like a different kind that you can get that's not, um, the way that it's, it's like ethically sourced. Isn't there like, if you do some research, there's. Yeah. Okay. That's what but I you know, as, as we, as we often state on here, most people on the internet don't like doing that. So See, I, I'm <laughs> really big into that just because I think about this kind of mm -hmm. stuff and also i'm really big into ethically sourcing as far as like crystals go too because mm -hmm. um hello you know children and minds doesn't <laughs> fly diamonds. with me blood diamonds <laughs> you know really doesn't fly with me also i can do a freaking love spell or something you know like, well stupid. i mean even i remember a couple years ago maybe like five or six years ago like i remember the local metaphysical shop in our area she it, she couldn't get white sage in for like almost a year because they were literally like like an entire fucking like farm of it had just died oh wow from like over harvesting and like the ground right. was so fucked up right and they're like the place that we source it from they literally had most of their fucking like crop of it die oh so she so the owner had like a reputable source that yeah. they were using and, See, and that's the thing like you have to go that extra mile to yeah. like make sure you're so Okay, alternative herbs to, to, you know. So you got your regular regular variety garden sage, lavender, frankincense, mm -hmm. rosemary, lemongrass. All good options. All are relatively easy to obtain, whether it's from your local grocery store. Metaphysical stores will carry a lot of, like, the resins and stuff like that lemongrass like even if you can't get it at like your local grocery store chances are there's probably an indian or a middle eastern yes, or an asian food market near you dried or that something. you can get lemongrass from those can all be burned with the same intention and purpose you can also burn pine yes pine needles is another good one they can all like two other options like but these are again these are kind of in moderation because to some people, like to some indigenous cultures, they are still sacred. Cedar, mm -hmm. like my my people, they they enjoy the cedar. Copal, mm -hmm. which um, I like copal. I, I like copal too. I know, um, I I have done I have done several fire walks in my life, and one of the instructors she uh, had literally like right before doing like facilitating the fire walk that. I was at she had been in South America for a while oh. and she said that most a lot of their rituals they used they used copal for nice like for burning so just do the research I know we say this all the time like I know I hate doing research myself <laughs> like but just do the research like I cannot I cannot give anybody 
a pass. Okay? Like, that's my thing. Being the morally gray person that I am, like, I can neither condemn you nor can I give you a full pass. Because my thing is, if you want to smudge and you want to work with Sage or Palo Santo or something like that, you need to keep in mind, you know, the people that it's affecting. You need to keep in mind where it comes from. Don't right. just don't just be like, oh, well, you know, I saw like, you know, fucking girl with a girl with dreads and a nose ring and like a, you know, fucking harem pants on TikTok smudging. And I, sh- I thought and, she's legit. You know, she seems <laughs> legit. No, 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 no. I don't give a shit if, you know, fucking like Kelly with the nose ring. Like, I don't give a shit if she went to a fucking yoga retreat for a weekend once. No. If you want to incorporate other practices into your practice, you need to go to the source. If you want to learn more about smudging and you want to learn more about actual different types of Native American spirituality, Mm -hmm. fucking grow some balls or grow some very, very hardy fucking labia and go to a fucking... Reach out to your local Native American tribe. Go online. Research it. See, are there Native American groups out there that might teach courses or classes over the internet? And learn how you can incorporate practices into your own practice without appropriating those practices. Like, like, you know, there's, there's a lot of people... Again, cultural appropriation is a huge hot topic these days. mm -hmm. A lot of people don't want to touch it. A lot of people don't want to talk about it. Like... There again to me, and I'm only speaking for myself. Like for me, it is kind of a gray zone I because agree. I agree. I've had so many experiences in my life that you know the modern the modern internet goer would consider appropriation. You know, mm-hmm. when when I was in high school, a friend of mine, we went to this event, which was like literally being presented by a a Hindu Indian cultural society, mm-hmm. and as soon as we got there. They put everybody in, like, saris. They gave us all bindis. They gave us all, like, the floweries. They gave us henna tattoos. You know, they taught us how to belly dance. They were trying to get us to, like, learn chants. They, you know, they were were teaching us, like, the significance of Bollywood and why Mm -hmm. it's important to Indian culture. And the thing is, is that I, you know, I don't have any photos from that night because, you know, that was, that was prior to, to self, like, cell phones. Yeah, (laughs) selfies. But... If I had pictures from that night and I posted them on social media and people saw it, they'd be like, oh my God, you're appropriating Indian culture. Blah, 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 blah. What am I supposed to say when I literally have like right. a 70-year-old fucking Indian woman putting a bindi on my forehead and like forcing a sari on me? And right. like her daughter being like, let me tell you about the significance of my culture. Like there's there's that, you know, or I have I have a friend who did, like he, he learned Japanese in college. Like he took Japanese as a class in college. And as part of his course, they went and they lived in Japan for six months. And during the summertime, during a summer festival, his teacher brought the class. He, there was only like maybe like 10 of them. Mm-hmm. They all went to like a yukata shop and they all rented yukata to go to the summer festival. And, you know, the the women there were so they wanted to share the yukata with sure. them. They had them try on different ones to see which ones looked the best on them, what colors they thought mm-hmm. fit them, what patterns they thought fit them. Like... They wanted to share this piece of them with them. You know, they wanted to share a piece of their culture with these students from America. And again, that's one of those things where if he had posted like a a selfie of him and his friend, his classmates Mm -hmm. in their yukata, people on the internet would be like, "Eh, you're stealing Japanese culture. Me, 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 me. Like people just want to jump to trying to be self-righteous and jump to, you know, fucking just being like, you know don't do this this is bad wrong but also i mean and like and like you said in these situations i mean like the some people from the actual culture were inviting others in to practice i think it's different like if you are invited in exactly if your friend just like went and dressed up like that because they wanted to or even if you're you're reaching out to that even again like if you know if you if you want to learn about it if you want to, you know, be a part of it, you have to ask. And part of that is also going to come with 
you have to deal with if somebody says no. Right, right. Because not everybody's going to want to share their culture with you. Not everybody's going to want to share, you know, the sacred rituals of their people with you. And that's that's something you have to accept, too. But instead of being an asshole about it and being like, well, I'm going to do it anyway. Where's my my Amazon smudge stick? You know? (laughs) Right. And people are like that because... I've seen in, you know, in like social media groups where this has come up as a topic and people that are like just hell bent on they're going to they're going to do what they want to do. Like yeah. people I've seen people in the group be like, well, if you're going to do it, then just don't be open about it. Yeah. Like do it behind closed doors kind of thing. Yeah. We can't stop you. Yeah. Well, and, and that's kind of the thing, too, is if you're. You know, but like then again, why would you have such a burning desire <laughs> right? to do something? I'm that just going to do it not... out of spite to the Native Americans. Exactly, like, like, you know, there's there's a difference between mimicking a a sacred ritual and performing it in your own way versus actually learning about it or even adapting it. Like I said, like quote-unquote smudging which again it goes by many other different names in other different cultures like basically the act of using smoke from plants and herbs to cleanse or you know create some type of magical spiritual effect in a space or a person or an object or whatever there's many different names to it it does not have to be with these herbs specifically like right right. we uh, we just gave you alternative options got the regular sage Lavender, frankincense, rosemary, lemongrass. Like, these are other things that you can obtain and use for the same fucking thing. And not offending anybody in the process. Without offending anybody, without contributing to fucking, you know, the capitalist capitalist destruction of fucking entire environments, without taking from the people that these are most important to. You know, and that's... People just don't want to go those extra steps to try to ensure that they're not doing that because every person wants to believe that they're a good guy every person wants to believe like well i can't be a racist or i can't be doing something wrong or prejudiced like even if you tell me i am i i'm I'm gonna say that i'm not like just hear the other person out like that's all you have to do if somebody says to you hey what you're doing is kind of like bad for my culture or my people instead of saying well, well, no, it's not because I'm I'm not a racist or no, it's not because I, I, you know, I got like permission from this one person. Like you can't, you can't do that. Like when you get them like fucking random white dudes are like, who are like, yeah, I can say the N word because I have one black friend who says it's yes. okay. Your right. one black friend is not speaking on behalf of right, all black people. Right, probably and I'm sure not. If, I'm sure if you said that, that. I'm sure if you said that in a crowded room yeah. full of black people, they are not going to react the same way your friend right. did. And your like, friend might not be your friend anymore either. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, day, they might change their mind. You, you know, I can't sit here and be like, here, here's alternatives. Try to reach out. Try to educate yourself. Me saying that does not guarantee that every Native American person you speak is to gonna be fine is going you. to speak right, to right. is going to agree with that, you know. Right. And you you just you have to you have to kind of accept that you can adapt things in your own way. Like I said, there are other cultures that used sacred smoke, used sacred plants, used sacred burning. Mm-hmm. If you if you're a Caucasian person and you know like oh you know I think like you know my grandmother was from Ireland. Like, literally, Celtics and Druids fucking mm-hmm. did, oh, yeah. did burning of, you know, sacred plants and stuff. Look into that. Look into your yeah. own people's you culture on it. You can literally use, like, incense, even, if you are in a pinch, like, it, to do smoke cleansing if you have yeah, to. Yeah, different, you know, African cultures did it. Literally, the entire fucking human, right. human race, like, human species I mean, you at could... some point in the past, in their own nature-based ritual form, even... Look at fucking Christians. Look at fucking ma- Catholic mass. The motherfuckers whip out them censors and they're just like, yeah. exactly. You literally could get one of those and burn yourself some like powdered incense or something. I mean, you make your own like herbal mix of. I mean, they, the sky's the limit. <laughs> it's the act. They be burning that fucking that frankincense and myrrh in there, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't. You don't. It doesn't have to be in stick form necessarily <laughs> to be burned. To be it, burned. It does not. It does not have to be in stick form. You know, and I, I think that's a big part of it, too, is you, you want to, you want to learn, it's okay to want to learn 
other people's cultures. It is it is absolutely okay to that. You have to be prepared in case, again, they don't want you learning it. If that's the case, try again. Look yeah. for somebody else because everybody's had different experiences. Everybody's had, you know, different backgrounds. I can, you know, I can tell you that, you know, I can't speak for all Native people, but, like, the area I grew up in, like, the reservation that I grew up by, like, it compared to the other reservations nearby, it's very, very impoverished. There's a lot of people living in poverty. There's a lot of issues with violence and, and you know, drug abuse, alcohol mm-hmm. abuse, you know, domestic violence, crime. It's a very, very big issue. But then some of the other local, like, reservations, they're thriving. Like, they have good, solid communities. Right. They have, you know, everybody has a job. Everybody's taken care of. You know, they they have, you know, structural, you know, structural soundness. They have good homes. They have, you know, better access to health care. Like, you could go to a quote-unquote nicer reservation and be more nicely received than if you went to, like, a quote-unquote bad reservation where they hate each other, let alone white people and outsiders right, coming right. in. You know, it's it's something that you have to be willing to do the research and you have to be willing to do the commitment. Otherwise, just practice it behind closed doors and continue to be an asshole and use up all of our sage. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, like, I, again, I've, I've done several fire walks. Um, you know, I, I not to... Not to, like, overshare about myself and my life. I, I am a genderqueer person. And the last firewalk that I did, the the facilitators of the firewalk did a welcoming ceremony for me as a, as a two-spirit person, meaning a, having both the spirit of male and female inside of me. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, I, that, that was fucking balling, man. I was like, oh my god, this is so beautiful. Because I had no idea they were going to do that. Oh, that's nice, yeah. But one of the... One of the part, like one of the parts prior to the firewalk, when they're actually building the fire for the firewalk, is that each person participating, um, we were all given cedar, mm-hmm. and basically cedar is what we were taught is it's the fire is our grandfather, and the cedar is his favorite food, and we're feeding grandfather fire, and oh. in in the cedar you're allowed to to ask for something almost kind of to burn it with intention or to almost ask for like a wish whether it be something you wish to gain or something you know whether it's something you want grandfather fire to help you strive for or help you know being healed of and you know when you were ready you would offer it into the fire so that it could burn and be consumed by grandfather fire like there's there's just so many different cultures out there who that use so many different plants and, you know, different ingredients for different things. Just educate yourself. You know, you don't have to be like, no, I can't use this at all. No, like, just try to use it responsibly if right, you're going right, to. Absolutely. You know, I mean. Try not to be, you know, pissing you know, groups of people off and depleting the environment of certain, you know. Yeah. There, again, there's, you have alternatives. You just need to fucking research them. Right. And I'm sorry, but if. The person you should be getting permission from on whether it's okay to follow these practices or incorporate them, you should be going to First First Nations people, Native American, Indigenous, however you want to address us. Like, you should be coming to specific people and seeking their guidance, their wisdom, learn their stories, learn their history, see why they use those herbs, see why it's important to them. And then make the decision of whether it's okay right. to incorporate it into your practice rather than, again, you know, random fucking bitches on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube being like, <laughs> well, you know, the one time that I like went to Bali on like this like yoga retreat and like, <laughs> you know, it's really good to just like use sage and it's great and it like helps you connect with the, the realms. Like, no, 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 no. Fuck that shit. Go, go to the source. Uh, and And also to kind of piggyback off of that do not take the sweeping statement of somebody and say of a social media group that will say and i've seen this where the the person used the justification that well i'm south american and 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 because you know there's a lot of indigenous blood in south america 
I'm telling you that it's okay to smudge with sage across the board. Okay, Again, cool. You but can't, like, you might you not can't be from have, a culture that and you can't sage. have that one person. Again, going right. back, I know it's an right. extreme and it's an extreme analogy, but again, it's that if you're a white dude who has one black friend that says it's okay to right. use the N word, that exactly. one black friend is not speaking on behalf of the entire black Ex- race. Exactly. Like, like it's kind of the same thing with this, right? If awesome, if, and maybe in South America you can use sage, but I could be you know, potentially, you know, pissing off people that of the Western tribes in the United States. Like you can't. Yeah, I mean, if that's that's my thing. If if you like, I feel like you know, with this particular argument, there's like three. You know, there's three sides where it's like, if you could, if somebody came to me personally and said, hey, as a Native American person, how would you feel if I used white sage in my ceremony? And I would give them the big long spiel that I just gave all y'all, which right. is like, you know, respect, reverence, research, seek permission, seek to ethically source it, seek to responsibly source it, learn the culture, learn the people, get permission, all that. The person to my right might say, fuck you, white person. No, don't do it. I don't like that at all. Right. And then the person to my left might say, I don't give a shit. I'm speaking on behalf of anybody. Go ahead and do it. Like, whatever. It doesn't bother me any. Don't nitpick because you want the answer that fits what you want. Right. Right. Because all points have their point. That's why I, you know, I know a lot of people hate gray areas. I like being in the gray area because every human being is born with different experiences. Every human being is born into different circumstances different situations so you can't just be like no it's 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 black or it's white it's solid yes it's solid no because you just don't know where people are coming from you don't know what they've gone through you don't know the circumstances you can't just look at a single photo or a single post or watch a single 30 second video and be like this is it this is the end all be all like you need to look into it you need to get in depth about it you know just don't be a fucking asshole about it. Like, my ultimate, my ultimate words of wisdom: Don't, don't be, an, be asshole an asshole about it. But, I mean, but I feel like that kind of sums it up per- perfectly. <laughs> In summary of this discussion, don't, don't be, be an, an asshole. asshole. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree. I think that this was like a really good topic. Um, and honestly, if you guys ever have other topics you want us to talk about yes thank you please, thank you very much thank CD, you CD, for, for, for for recommending the suggestion. that we love we love suggestions don't ever feel like you can't you know email us or message us on unless you're being an asshole uh, yeah then don't bother <laughs> if, you're, if you're emailing us or messaging us to tell us we fucking suck at life keep it to yourself <laughs> but 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 constructive seriously. criticism we accept yeah straight up fucking bullying ever, and like, topics, like, i mean don't fucking do it especially if you have topics that like maybe you're afraid to talk about because i'm not afraid i'm not afraid to take on <laughs> any of these more controversial topics because i mean i mean my thing is like people are either gonna like you or they're gonna hate you and it's like that's that's right that's just what it is i mean you know any any person out there who like hates anything i've said and disagrees with it you will probably never meet me in real life right you don't know me you literally know little snippets of my life that i have shared with you like you don't know the whole me. You don't know the full me. You don't know the whole Evelyn. You don't know the full Evie. Like, you don't... Like, that's the thing. You can you can be like, yeah, you know, they said this one thing one time in their 52-minute <laughs> podcast, and I didn't like it. They must be terrible people. Like, whatever, you know? Yeah, whatever. And I mean, that's... Go, go take I, your, your cinnamon and blow it out. Blow it somewhere. Blow, blow it out the door. <laughs> blow it out the door. Leave don't me burn alone. burn down a whole sage, white sage forest. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> Fill your pockets with San Paolo <laughs> sticks. Get out of here. Or San Paolo, what I call it that. <laughs> I was like, what did you just say? You got you got so impassioned and so imperialist. Like, like combined, combined two different things. I think I was thinking of like Brazil, like San Paolo. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, oh no, anyway. We've been, we've been at this too long. I know, just right? Like, fucking like, oh, we don't know how to, how to word anymore. Getting so fired up. I understand. I understand. Well, shall we give some interesting and useful meltdown moment tips i do i do like me a good meltdown moment we do even do though want- i'm i feel like i feel like all my meltdown moments are like i feel like i'm just like always saying like the same shit i'm like hi i focus on like these two things it's either magical creatures or it's like something to do with water somehow oh no, we talked about i feel like we've covered I've, lots of different bro, things I, i've literally i'm like i'm like 
a combined embodiment of the Wonder Twins. Like one one side of me is like, we're gonna discuss fucking Wonder Twin powers activate form of some animal, or I'm like, Wonder Twin powers activate, we're gonna discuss some form of water. Well, you know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is where I'm at in life. Well, Wonder I Twin powers. Activate. I will start with my magic meltdown moment. Um, this is kind of piggyback off of talking about. Uh, cleansing and smudging so this is um a little bit of fire magic and this is for purification and it says if you wish to be free from a habit thought idea if you wish to be rid of a past association guilt or blockages take the symbols of that problem whatever they may be you could like write them down you could make a drawing you could literally use items that represent the issue and th- basically you take the representations and throw them onto a raging fire. And then as the fire Burn consumes the everything, you just think about whatever the issue is also um, being consumed and the power that, th- that the issue had over you is gone. Now, I really like this. Um, and it says here, actually, um, it gives some suggestions for the symbols. It says, for the symbols, think a moment. If you overeat, take a portion of your favorite food and throw it out. Uh, smoking and drinking, same thing. Throw those cigarettes in the fire. Throw the, the liquor in the fire. Problems which utilize... <laughs> <Safely> do that one. <laughs> right? <laughs> what is this, 100 proof yeet? <laughs> <laughs> Creates a small fucking bomb. Yeah, so that was definitely, you know, cause a raging purification fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling the purification now. And then it says, um, the suggestion is for problems with no concrete objects. Just draw a symbol, basically, or an image. I like that, though. Again, I'm all about this, like, you know, you don't really need anything magic. Yeah, being being a... I'm not, like, a, uh, you know, extreme minimalist, but I would consider myself um, pretty, I'm like pretty the, minimalist. I'm pretty minimalist, too. A.K.A., like, I uh, have manic episodes where I just get rid of everything I own. <laughs> well, you, you're never going to use all the stuff that you have anyway. Yeah. I mean, like, there's certain things that I have that I've, I've never used. I trust me, that's, that's, that a convers- I've used once. <laughs> that's a conversation for, like, another, another Magical episode. clutter? <laughs> yes. Because, like, I... I I get it, man. I like pretty stuff. Sweet I like show. shiny stuff. I like being able to look at stuff. But some of these, some of these times when I just like, I see people like post pictures. Or you wonder if they use all the stuff. Of like, that yeah, posting. they'll be like, "Here's my sacred space," and it literally looks like, like a shop. It yeah, it looks like, <laughs> like it, a metaphysical it looks, shop. It looks like somebody vomited like the contents of like an old children's library, <laughs> and like or it's it like and like a metaphysical shop like onto a shelf with like eight pounds of dust and like assorted like sticks and leaves. <laughs> and I'm just like, bro, how do you get any work done there? I know. Like, it's so cluttered. What's happening here? <laughs> What's happening here? Bitch, if you don't dust that shit. <laughs> like, I swear. <laughs> um, so, my little meltdown moment. Uh, which, I think I think this is a piece of folklore that I found in a book in my high school library, if I remember correctly. Nice. Uh, gather sage leaves at dawn. We're back at the sage. This is regular sage, Garden by the way. Sage. Garden sage. <laughs> Gather sage leaves at dawn and then bury them to encourage rain for that day. I love it. I love it too. I wonder if it like. I wonder if it works. I wonder what. I wonder what part of folklore that came from. I, know, I awesome. don't know. I was so notorious in like high school for like if I found any sort of like little bit of like folk magic or folklore, like I'd be like, oh my god, I gotta write that down. It's so cool. And then I'm just like, I I've love, never tried any of these things, but I still like to be able to go I back like and reference too. them. Yeah, I love folk magic. It's and folklore. It's awesome. Well, this was a good chat. A little heavy. A little heavier for us, but that's okay. Sometimes it was. It hurt my fragile brain and heart to talk about these things. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's okay. Anything for those listeners. Anything for you. Maybe maybe next episode will be light. Yeah, definitely has to be a light one for sure. Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Just just so you know, I think like we bitch about social media all the time, but we do have social media. We're on it. We're on all of them. We're yeah. I mean, we're not like super good at like consistently posting shit, and sometimes we just kind of repost information that we post from here. But you know, we we like to highlight the things that we think people might actually want to remember, as opposed to just like you know an hour of us being like. And as I've said it on other episodes, what would really motivate us to post more is if we had more followers. So feel free to follow us. Oh my on- god, don't mind her. She's like super follower hungry. <laughs> no, but I want like I, I definitely 
we're always open to people's input. So yeah, you know, I mean, drop I, us a I think line it's, if you want it's us a to nice cover way something. To, it's a nice way to engage with people. To I feel like it helps. It helps people to kind of get to learn little tiny bits more about us. Like I yeah. mean, I post shit about like my fucking cats, like yeah. <laughs> or random shit that I'm doing, like you know, or even just sharing little little things here little and there, little, little highlights. Tidbits. Yeah. And I mean, neither of us are like super amazing at social media, but we're we're trying. Yes, we're, we're trying. trying. And feel feel free to have fun and engage with us on there. Again, please don't be an asshole. That's, yes, no assholes. Please. Like, I'm I'm good. I'm good with I'm good with you know constructive criticism. If it's just straight up fucking like bullying and shit, like knock your shit off and grow the fuck up. <laughs> All right. All with right. That being said. Uh, Keep it magical. Keep without the meltdown. Without the meltdown. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Adios. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.